On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, I'm going to tell you how loan officers and realtors are both screwing up big time when trying to get business from each other. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 17 of the Massive Agent Podcast. Thank you so much for joining. I am Dustin Brome, your host. I am a real estate agent in Salt Lake City, Utah. I'm the founder of Search Salt Lake and saltlakeinsider.com and the brand new Super exciting, Massive Agent Society. If you haven't heard about that yet, go over to massiveagentsociety.com, learn more about that. Guys, I'm excited about this one. It's a topic that I've kind of been passionate about for a while, like something that irritates me. So there's some rantiness that's going to happen with this episode, but so many realtors and loan officers are screwing up when it comes to trying to get business from each other and building relationships back and forth. There's... They're going about it all wrong, and I'm going to tell you how to fix it. Guys, this is a free show. The Massive Agent Podcast is 100% free. The only thing that we ask for is that you help us spread the word. Help us spread the word. If, if you get any value from this show, please share it with somebody, a real estate agent, a loan officer, anyone you think would get value from the show. Please share it. One great way to do that is to leave us a review or rating over on iTunes. That would be super awesome. And you would be super awesome for doing so. At the end of the show today, in our massive Q&A section, I'm going to answer a question that I actually just got on a podcast. I was, I just, a few minutes ago, got interviewed for Neil Mathweg's Uninduced podcast. We were talking all about Facebook ads and specifically custom audiences. I'm going to talk about what a custom audience is and how you can use it because it it's a way to have better performing Facebook ads by retargeting people who are already interested in a certain thing. So I'll talk about that at the end of the show. It's not a direct question from you guys, but it's one from Neil Mathweg. And I thought it was great to go over, a great thing to mention on the show. So that will be the massive Q&A today. Before I jump in and tell you how loan officers and realtors are screwing things up when it comes to working with each other and their expectations of each other, that's the biggest thing is the expectations back and forth. The realtor thinks the lender is supposed to just give them leads. The lender thinks the realtor is supposed to just give them leads, right? And a lot of times that's how it works, but there's so much wrong here. There's so much wrong. And if you're doing this, I'll help you fix it. So then you and your lender can both take it to another level. But first I just did something for the first time in my real estate career for the first time in seven plus years. I, and it kind of freaks me out. I just switched brokerages. As of today, it's official. I am now a member of eXp Realty. I had never until the last few months, I've never even considered leaving my brokerage. It was one of those things where it's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. They leave me alone. I never have to go to the office, which is what I like. I I literally went to the office once or twice a year for uh, CE courses or whatever. And, And I like that. It was inexpensive per transaction and they just let me do my thing. And so I just, I said, okay, cool. You know, but I just came to the realization that there's there's more opportunity out there. Um, I'm open to more upside, more potential, especially with growth and how I can benefit from that growth. And some of my friends who got started with EXP over a year ago had just kept telling me how awesome it was and whatever. And and so I, I was finally receptive to it. I looked into it. I decided, hey, I'm going to make the switch. So for me, 
I'm I'm super excited about what's going to happen uh, and what I can do um, because EXP Realty is a national brokerage. Uh, I think they're in all of North America too. It's not just the U.S. But I can start building a national team, like and not a direct team. You know, like everybody shares an office together and and whatnot. But I can start building a team of other agents who are like minded who want to market together and and start moving together all across the country. That's super exciting. I just got the official notice about an hour or so ago that I am now a realtor with EXP Realty and I'm freaking stoked. There's so much upside with this with this company and I'm still kind of freaked out as you can tell. Um I've never even considered switching brokerages, but now it's real and I have. So uh it's exciting and weird at the same time. So I just wanted to share that with you. That's cool. And I was thinking too, because I, you know, a lot of the reasons that I made a change, I think a lot of you guys have been considering a change too. I think most of you have probably changed brokerages before in your career. And so you, you already know this stuff, but for those of you who don't, or those who just want to hear my perspective on, on why and the pros and the cons of it, because it's not all sunshine and freaking lollipops. I'm going to do an episode in the next couple of weeks. Once I have a little bit more experience and, and close some transactions with the new brokerage, I'm going to do an episode on the pros and the cons of switching brokerages and why I did it. And hopefully that perspective can help some of you guys. Um, so look forward to that in the next couple of weeks, I'll do an episode on, on uh, switching brokerages. And then if it's something you've ever been considering, you'll know what the pros and cons are. And you can kind of, then you won't be blindsided. You'll know what to expect. You can go into it with your eyes wide open uh, so that'll be good. Okay. Lenders and loan officers, everybody expects that the other person gives them leads, right? The realtor's like, hey, lender, why aren't you sending me buyer leads, right? And and the lender's like, hey, realtor, why aren't you sending me buyer leads? And And I get it. Like, it's nice to be able to reciprocate back and forth. But here's the thing. If you're doing that, if you're sitting back waiting for business to come to you like that, you know, that's not healthy. That's not coming from a position of strength. You need to be out there busting your ass to bring in your own leads. And loan officers, I'm specifically talking to you. I know most realtors realize that it's their job to bring in business, but most lenders, at least most of the lenders that I've met, okay? I apologize if you're not one of these. But it seems like so many lenders, they think their only source of business is other realtors. But guys, get your own damn leads, Okay. You can get your own leads. You can do your own marketing. You can start your own local show. You can start blogging. You can start running Facebook ads. You can start being more effective on social media and get your own leads. I'm talking to you realtors and you loan officers, both of you loan officers. Think about this. If you don't have to rely on other realtors to get business, first off, that's empowering is all hell. Okay. Any business you get from your realtor partners is just a bonus. But if you're bringing in all these leads yourself through Facebook ads, through Google AdWords, through whatever efforts you're doing, what does that mean? If you have all these leads, now you can go to some of the biggest real estate teams or the biggest realtors in town and say, hey, look, I have 10 clients for you. Let's work together. You think you're going to get their attention if you if you hand them some clients? Of course you will. So by bringing in your own leads, you're going to be able to attract more realtor partners, which will then attract more business back to you. But so many realtors, I, I've seen a couple realtors ever do this, okay? It, it's weird to me. They think that the only way to get business is to get, get it from realtors. You can do the exact same things realtors are doing. In the Massive Agent Society, it's open to loan officers too. And we have loan officers in there that are running basically the same ads as realtors. 
Okay. If somebody's interested in buying a home, uh, that's a great lead for a lender too. It's not just a realtor lead. Okay. So you can be doing the same stuff. Lenders, you can be running the same ads and you can even do more. You can run, you know, like VA loan stuff to veterans. You can do zero down financing. You can do, you know, grant programs, USDA, all that good stuff, whatever. Some fancy new program where it's like, you know, we'll pay you to, we'll pay you to buy a house, you know, that kind of thing. Like, you know, negative 5% down. <laughs> I totally made that up, but you get what I'm saying. Get your own leads, generate your own business. Then you can go to any realtor in town. You can go to the top producing guy and say, hey, I want to work with you. And here's here's a handful of clients for you to work with. Okay. You keep doing that and you're going to get their business. You know, as long as you're a decent, competent, and, you know, fun to be around lender, you're going to get their business, right? And realtors, it's the same thing. If you want to attract a lender that has more clients to give you, bring them more business, get your own damn leads, bring in your own leads, take them to a lender and say, hey, I'd like to work with you, Mr. Lender. Here's 10 buyers. You know, here's three buyers. That's going to work 100% of the time. It's a two-way road here. So many of you guys and gals sit back hoping that your lender or your realtor partner is going to give you leads. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't want those leads, but when you expect them and you're not really reciprocating anything back, that's bullshit. And it doesn't work. Get your own leads. Learn to generate your own leads. For me, that sources Facebook ads and my blog, okay, my website and, and social media efforts. For you, maybe that's something totally different. Maybe you do, maybe it's all referral, okay, whatever. Get more leads and then go attract another lender who can then give you more business or lenders go attract a realtor who can bring you more business. But the only way to do that is by bringing business to them first. It doesn't work the other way around. If you're if you're thinking that you're going to attract the top lender in your town uh, and you don't have anything to give them, like, why would they, why would they work with you? You know what I mean? They want business from you. And if you give it to them, especially when they're not really expecting it, you're like, here's a pile of business. I know I'm kind of beating the dead horse here, but you guys get it. It, it just drives me nuts. I see this sometimes with my coaching clients and with, with friends and, and whatnot, and, and just, you know, realtors and lenders I know here in, in my area, they just sit back. They're like, Hey, you know, my lender sucks. He hasn't given me any leads. Like, well, how many have you given him? You know, and maybe you need to get a different lender, you know, but you, you've got to take responsibility for yourself. That's the key. Take responsibility for your own damn business. Get your own clients. It just takes effort and knowing what to do. And I'm going to be brutally honest here. Uh, like I said, I've been in the business for over seven years. At the beginning, when I didn't really have any relationships with lenders, I was open to go to lunch, go have coffee, go golfing with, with anyone, right? I was like, oh, a free lunch. That's cool. Awesome. But I now have my lenders. I have my relationships, okay? But even still, as loyal as I am to them, if I had a lender come to me and they said, hey, we have all these clients for you, I can't turn that down. You know, and, and my lenders, they're reasonable people. They, they wouldn't expect me to turn down that business either. So that's the only thing that's going to get my attention. If, if you, as a lender, are going after realtors that have been in the business for more than a year or so, they already have their relationships. You better offer something pretty damn impressive to get their attention. Lunch isn't going to do it. Golf or coffee is not going to freaking do it. And maybe you get one out of 50 
But what if you could get one out of three? You know what I mean? Or if you had business to give to people, you'd get, I'd say, one out of one. So lenders, switch it up. Realtors, switch it up. Get your own clients first and then go attract who you need. If it's a lender partner you need, attract them with business. Give them business first and then you will get it back and vice versa. Although if you're in Salt Lake City and you want to, you're a lender or a title person and you want to take me golfing, I'll go golfing. That's cool. I'm totally cool going golfing. And in fact, I just bought some new golf shoes. Just got, and a new golf shirt. I just got a new golf shirt and shoes. Oh shit. I just got new clubs too. I got them at the end of last year. So I kind of forgot. So I'm ready to go. If you want to go golfing, let's do it. I'll go golfing with you. I know you guys know what I'm talking about and understand where I'm coming from here. You just have to be responsible for your own business. Give before you get. Give before you expect to get. All right. And that's true in everything. Since we're on the topic of lead generation, uh, I've talked about this a lot in previous episodes. I'm not really going to uh, much, but guys, we have a system in place to help you to generate leads. It teaches you step-by-step, you know, copy and paste this, do this, do that, step A through Z on how to get leads, how to run Facebook ads effectively, how to bring in leads. We created something called the Massive Agent Society. If you want to hear more about that, go over to massiveagentsociety.com. That'll explain how it works. Now, the Massive Q&A, we're going to talk a little bit more about Facebook ads with custom audiences and lookalikes. So Neil Mathweg earlier today on his podcast and his podcast I know, shit, I'm kind of spilling the beans because this episode comes out before his does. So you guys know what his next episode is going to be before it comes out. If you don't know Neil Mathwick, he's the host of the Onion Juice podcast. We call him the the podfather, the godfather, right? He, As far as I know, he was one of the first real estate podcasters, at least that I personally know. He does a great job. Onion Juice podcast, it's awesome. And he's just, he's a great guy. He's a great realtor. And he's just a smart marketer. Um honored to, to call him a friend. Uh, he had me on his show today. We were talking about how to use custom audiences to retarget people for more effective and better performing Facebook ads. If you guys have been listening, you'll remember back to Jason Frazier's episode about the Facebook pixel. We were, we didn't really go much further than that, but th- you can use the pixel to track and to track people, to track visitors to your website and the actions they take. But then the custom audience is what you set up to retarget and add to those people. For example, if you have a specific page on your website and you you say, hey, I want to know who visits this page, maybe it's your entire website. You should definitely set up a custom audience for your whole website for any visitors to any page. You should do that. You can, you know, that's going to be a bigger audience. You can, you know that if they were already on your site, they, they'll recognize your brand, they'll recognize you, they're probably interested in buying or selling real estate. It's better to show an ad to them than a cold audience. But then if you say, hey, I have this article. So for me, my moving to Salt Lake City article brings in a ton of traffic. It's by far my best traffic driver. That article, I can create a custom audience of of people who have visited that one URL, that specific URL for that article. And then I know they were interested in moving to Salt Lake at some level. Then I can run an ad, an ad about moving to Salt Lake City to just those people. How cool is that? Same thing with... uh, like people who have watched your Facebook videos, videos on your Facebook page. If you have a show or anything like that, um, or maybe you do a bunch of Facebook lives, you can create custom audiences of people who engage with your videos and who watch a certain percentage of your video. So you can set up a a custom audience of everyone who's watched at least 75% of, maybe it's one specific video, maybe it's multiple, 
uh, but then you can retarget them. You can show an ad to just those people later on. So maybe if you have another video come out, you can you can do a, a video views ad or a post engagement ad to just those people who have watched your previous ones. You could also do for, for sellers, you could set up a custom audience for everyone who's visited your home value page. If you have a home value request page on your website. Now let's be honest, most people don't opt in, right? So if you got a hundred visitors there and maybe you only get like five opt-ins or 10 opt-ins, what about the other, you know, 90 to 95 people who didn't opt in? All of those people, whether they opt in or not, just by visiting that particular page, which has your pixel on it, they're going to be added to the custom audience. So then you can run a specific seller ad, an ad geared towards someone interested in their home's value to just those people. Now, if you're able to do that, do you think your ads are going to perform better? Do you think you're going to be able to convert more? You're going to get more leads and convert more of them. Of course. Now, I know this is kind of uh, visual. So if this is going over your head and you kind of want to see it, I put together a video for this. Um, we actually, it's one of the training videos over in the Massive Agent Society. But I, I thought, hey, since I'm going to be talking about this on the show and I just talked about it on Neil's show, I'll do a video in a blog post over on Massive Agent Society uh, on that website. If you want that video, if you want to see visually how to create a custom audience, how to use them, how to use them in an ad, how to create them, like the whole step-by-step screen share of how to do it. Go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash custom. Massiveagentpodcast.com slash custom. It'll take you right to it. You don't have to opt in or anything. You can just hit play and get the information that we're talking about here. So custom audiences are awesome. And then lookalike audiences, you probably heard of lookalike audiences. If you create a custom audience of people, let's say you upload your email list, every, everyone in your database, you upload those into an, an email list, custom audience, which they have, and you should absolutely do that. So let's say you have 2000 people in your database, you upload all of them to a Facebook custom audience. Facebook is going to try to match those 2000 contacts with Facebook users. They're not going to be able to match all of them because some people use different, um, you know, different IP addresses, different contact information here or there but they're going to be able to match, I don't know, 75%, 80, 90% of them. And then those people will be in a custom audience. So you can run Facebook ads specifically to your list, to your database, and only your database will see those. If that's the custom audience you select when you're running the ad, how freaking cool is that? Now let's say you have that. So these are people that have already, maybe they're, they're old leads, they're past leads. All of those people have certain things in common. Okay. And Facebook, as we know, has so many different data points available. And so Facebook goes through their, their hundreds and hundreds of data points. And they look at this custom audience with, let's say it was able to match 1500 out of the 2000. It looks at those 1500 people, finds what they have in common, and then goes to the rest of the Facebook user base and finds users that look like those. Okay. So it's finding similar people to what you just uploaded in your custom audience. It finds all the similarities and then goes and creates a new audience called a lookalike audience of people that look like those who are in your custom. So it's a way to take all those people that you have on your list and all the similarities, you know, maybe they all like certain things and certain income, you know, all that stuff. And Facebook's like, oh, cool. Here's an audience of other people who are just like that. And those people are going to be much more likely to respond to your Facebook ads, of course, because they're like people who already have. Those are called lookalike audiences. Guys, if you're running Facebook ads at all, 
I strongly recommend you start setting up some custom audiences and use the the customs and the lookalikes and see which performs better because lookalikes and customs, because you're retargeting somebody, it's much more of a warm audience versus just a cold audience of people who have never seen you, never heard about you before. The warm audience is always going to outperform the cold audience. Again, go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash custom, and it'll take you right to the video where I show you how to do it, how to use them, how to set them up, all that good stuff. Totally free. No opt-in necessary. Just go watch it. And if you are a Massive Agent Society member, that is one of the training videos that's in there now. So go check that out. And there's going to be a lot more on retargeting coming up soon and a lot more tips and tricks. Super cool stuff. And guys, if you would do me a favor for next, uh, it's probably not going to be the next episode, but maybe the one after. I want to know your experiences with with switching brokerages. If you would, guys, just go to the Massive Agent Podcast Facebook page, hit message, message the page, and then just, just tell us in the message. I know our chat bot's in there, but just click something else. And then um, I want to hear your experience with switching brokerages, pros or cons, because I want to have some more perspective for people other than just mine when we do the show on the pros and cons of switching brokerages. So if you would, send me your, your stories, the pros, the cons, what people need to consider when they switch. Um, you know, because guys, switching is not always the best option. The grass is not always greener, okay? But if you're considering it, I think this will be a very, very helpful episode. Whether that leads you towards switching or staying put, it's going to be helpful because you're going to get more perspective from more people. So help me out. I want to hear your perspective. Send it to us through our uh messenger. Okay. And as always, we will have the show notes up on our website, massiveagentpodcast.com with summaries of, of each episode and links to the different products and services and people that we talk about. I will have a link to Neil Mathweg's uh, podcast episode. Once he releases it, I'll throw that in, into the show notes so that you can listen to the episode that I've been talking about today. He has a great podcast too. As much as I'd like to say Massive Agent Podcast is the greatest in the real estate industry, Niels is pretty damn good too. Okay, guys, I hope you learned something today. I hope you learned something helpful. I want you to at least just start thinking about your relationship with your lender or your realtor partner differently. It's not all about what they can do for you. Bring them business first, and then you'll get them to reciprocate. And you can attract another lender who can bring you business and another realtor who can bring you business. But you've got to give before you can get Guys, have a great day. Go out and sell some homes. Go kill it. I hope you're having a great spring so far. Things are really starting to heat up in Salt Lake City. They're abs- they're actually freaking out of control. Very hard to find homes for people to buy uh, when there's 47 people you know, putting offers on a house within an hour. It's just getting stupid. But stick with it. Work hard. Be creative. Go serve your clients. Go sell some homes. Have a good one. Oh,